0: Tanner Holmes is 19 races into his outlaw deal with Shark Racing, and some think he's not living up to the hype. But do the numbers actually support that criticism? We'll dive in today. Plus, talk Maverick Sprint Cars, Super Dirt Week, XR, and more. Let's go. It's Monday, October 9th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. One of the topics I've had on my kind of idea list for shows in recent weeks has been to take a look at how things have gone so far for Tanner Holmes out on the road with the World of Outlaws. I've kind of held off just because we have such a small sample size at this point. If you might remember, he was tabbed by Shark Racing to finish the season in what was the 1A machine after Jacob Allen stepped away right before the Knoxville Nationals were set to start. Chase Dietz ran the car at the Nationals, and then Holmes was announced right after that. Before this opportunity with Shark, Holmes had made just 13 previous appearances against the Outlaws. That goes back to 2021, with all of those starts coming out on the West Coast, except for this season's Knoxville Nationals. The bulk of Holmes' career has been spent out on the West Coast, although he had previously made trips East and run with the ASCS in a 360 and against the All-Stars. Under normal circumstances, the larger fan base wouldn't know the name of a guy like Holmes, but because of his large YouTube following, a sprint car driver from Southern Oregon is much more in the spotlight. In recent weeks, I've seen some chatter online about how things have gone uh, to this point, and I think it's an interesting time to take a look at what we've seen so far. Through Saturday night at Port Royal, Holmes has made 19 outlaw appearances in the now 1T machine, and he was also at the High Limit show at HewSitz and last Thursday's Tuscarora 50. Both those two extracurricular races saw B-Main exits and his trip through Pennsylvania as a whole has been pretty tough. BNC uh, during the National Open at the Grove and a B-Main Friday at Port. I do think it's important to remember that Pennsylvania is one of the most difficult sprint car areas in the country. And tracks like Williams Grove, you don't just show up there and are fast. Those are really difficult racetracks just to get around, period. Looking at the overall numbers, in 19 races, he's run features 14 times. He's got six top tens, three top fives, and an average feature finish of 12.35. The opening stretch that started at Jack's Nationals was impressive, though. He didn't miss a show until the Gold Cup finale at Silver Dollar. In recent weeks, he was fourth at Sharon and ninth Saturday night at Port. Holmes is an interesting case study, though, in public perception, because there's going to be a portion of the fan base who automatically doesn't like the kid because he has a successful YouTube channel. I get it, haters. Steve Kinzer never had a YouTube channel. But also, this is 2023, not 1981. That YouTube channel has created a national fan base for a young driver you would have never heard of otherwise. And through the course of these race nights, people come to the pit area to meet Tanner, get a photo, buy a t-shirt. That is not insignificant. Diving into the numbers, the Holmes detractors are not going to like what we find. Compared to Jacob Allen, whom Holmes replaced, Holmes has a better average finish in 2023. He finishes top five and top 10 more often on a percentage basis. He's got more quick times and less races and a positive feature plus minus versus a negative one with Jacob. That positive feature plus minus means in a feature, Tanner Holmes is going forward. Jacob was going backwards. And this isn't a shot at Jacob, but it is important to understand the context here. Let's do one more comparison for you. Zeb Wise was your winner on Saturday night at Port Royal and the season's all-star champion. I really like Zeb. He's a great kid. He's got a fantastic future ahead and he's really fast. But Saturday's win was his first career outlaw top five. In 47 outlaw appearances back to 2019, Zeb has the lone top five, six top tens. That's the same total number of top tens as Holmes and an average feature finish of 16.85. That's more than four positions worse than Holmes. It's funny that you don't hear the same criticism for Zeb like you do for Tanner. Zeb would certainly not deserve that criticism, but neither does Tanner. I believe both have incredibly bright sprint car futures, and let's not forget that both Zeb and Tanner are just 20 years old. I don't know what the future will bring for Shark Racing and Tanner, whether he continues with that car or not. There are all sorts of rumors about what will come for 2024 with the second Shark machine. But no matter what happens, I can promise you that Holmes will be a better driver uh, for having done this outlaw excursion. I think, plus, we're at a point in time where the fan base continues to age and promoting the sport is probably as challenging as ever. We need more drivers who are accessible to fans and accessible to younger fans who are going to help grow the future of sprint car racing. Regardless of whatever ridiculous standards some out there have placed on him, this has been a very successful stint for Holmes, and the bonus is that he brings you along for the ride even when it's been difficult. If you don't follow Tanner on YouTube, I will link to his channel below. You definitely need to check out some of his other videos. One other sprint car topic uh, to point you towards today. Back on Friday night, Cale Thomas won the first ever Maverick Wing Sprint Car Series event at the Lincoln Park Speedway. This new series is being put together to run in Indiana. Sounds like mostly between Lincoln Park and Bloomington. And Kevin Newton is a major player in its formation. Newton has raced a bunch himself uh, this season. Uh, He's fielded cars for drivers like Kevin Thomas Jr. and Parker Price Miller. And he's been sponsoring Logan Seavey's efforts and as official spo- uh, an official sponsor for USAC. Uh, Kel Thomas topped Bill Baylog and Brenham Crouch in that feature for the $6,000 score. And they had an impressive 49 410 sprint cars sign in for that event. There were a number of non-wing regulars there before they went to Lawrenceburg on Saturday, plus a lot of other guys. And I think this level of sprint car racing will be one to watch going forward. With some of the rumored changes coming with things like High Limit and potentially the All-Stars, where will a lot of these teams and drivers compete when the big series aren't in town? There's clearly demand for this type of racing, and it will be interesting to see who steps up to fill that gap. This was the only Maverick event for this year. They've got a 10-12 to race schedule planned for next season, it sounds like, and uh, hopefully we'll know more in the coming weeks, coming months, about what the rest of their uh, season will look like. Up at Oswego, the weather is playing nice today. Cars are on track as I put this show together for Super Dirt Week. The 358s are running first. I think right now that race is probably over. Uh, then they're going to run the Sportsman main event before the big 200 lap or for the big blocks in the Super Dirt Car Series later on. We'll have a full rundown on the results on tomorrow's show. Uh, things are streaming live all day. If you are not nearby, you can watch them live today on Dirt Vision. A couple of XR updates for you today. There is no Working Man Series race at Volunteer Speedway tonight. That event has been canceled. Also, the XR Super Series finale at Alltech Raceway in Florida has been pushed from late October to early December. In the release, the series said, quote, the fall construction schedule of a new track at Pennsboro Speedway in Pennsboro, West Virginia, combined with travel considerations for the duel in the desert from the Las Vegas Motor Speedway dirt track the following week have necessitated the schedule adjustment for XR events. Sounds like there will also be a reworked purse for that event. We don't know the details on that yet, but uh, hopefully we'll have an announcement on that soon. If you want to see more about these releases, more about the schedule, you can visit XREvents.com. I have seen some photos coming out of Pennsboro. The uh, track build there is ongoing. Uh, They do plan events there for 2024. So that's something else to keep an eye on as we go forward. Uh, that's it for the daily today. Make sure to stop by dirttracker.com. Check out today's streaming schedule. There are a few items on it. There's also a ton of other information and things to check out at dirttracker.com. There's news, the analytics section. Uh, you can find podcast episodes. A lot of stuff uh, gets updated there every single day. I hope you guys have a great Monday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.